Hello and welcome back to Discovering SCP. Who fucking knows what episode we're on? Episode 147. 147. That's so much SCP. It's too um, much. Last time, I think our last episode was a banger. I'm just gonna say it. Um, that being said, I did accidentally X out of the article we were reading, so if you could link it to me again. Absolutely. I would be most grateful. <laughs> well, well, we don't have to jump right back in, we've got some talking to do with our viewers. Sure, what's up in the SCP news? I don't even remember where we were in this. I feel so I bad. I think you we recall... were at Addendum 5. Um, let me just check. Yeah, Addendum 5, because um, the gods that they destroyed had stopped going back in like weird ways. Mm-hmm. Like, getting around it. And it was like, no, you're not supposed to do that. Stop! You're meant to be isolated forever. Captain In the Street trench coat of your mind. own divinity. <laughs> How <laughs> fitting for one such as you. God damn. <laughs> My um, crusade against the gods begins now. <laughs> In this moment, I am euphoric. The because only of any phony gods. Phony gods blessing. blessing. Because, wow. I've been lighted by my own intelligence. This is where mm-hmm. I activate my command seal and I say, August, execute him. <laughs> it's okay, August. It will be okay. <laughs> Thank goodness that it was only me that died. Wait, you died? That worked? <laughs> Who am I going to record the podcast with then? Well, the tree tannity that emerges from my body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a smaller tan it's like I'll grow back to my full size after a week of nutrients it's like mm, I was eating that organism <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he, so, he, he like stands up from kneeling down somehow he's even taller than the original exactly it's like a new automata when he comes out of Adam oh my goodness uh, anyway what were we doing again you said we had um, something to talk about before we read I was just like saying we, let's, we should shoot the shit but I didn't, I didn't have any particular I, I love shooting the shit I don't want to say too many details because I don't know how much you want to be uh, revealed but Tan and I found a, a new role play we're doing and it's really fun and it's consumed my brain yeah and I, I can't stop thinking about it at all hours it's bad the hyperfixation is set in what a shame this is what's become of Donald. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a husk of who I once was. I, I started watching anime. You'll notice anime. he used the word command seals earlier in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no! Why would you give it away? <laughs> no, yeah, but... Um, yeah, I've been doing stuff. I had my dad over earlier. He finally got a bunch of like the surround sound shit I was never going to use out. So all I need to do now is get a table... That will fit in like a little nook of my kitchen, and then I will have I can move the microwave to that, and then I'll have some, ca- or I'll keep the microwave on the counter, have the table, and have some counter space, so I can yeah, like, yeah, upgrade yeah. my cooking level. So that'll be pretty good. Um, what else? I can't really. I don't know. Tell us about your life. You had an interview. I had a job interview last week. I'm waiting to hear back, but I'm hopeful. I think I did pretty well. Um, I, so hopefully, I, I can get, get into a new job with better hours and better pay. And then you're going to move out, and then we can record all the time, Smile. And you don't have to worry about sure. waking people up, right? Sure. I have Maybe. a question. If you move out, what happens to Rocky? Does he stay where you're at? He stays. He <laughs> oh, I thought he was your dog. No, but you know, he's, he's my dog in heart. Rocky's the one you walk, yeah? Yeah. Oh, Rocky. He used he's to be human. He used to be know. human. <laughs> yeah, there's another dog that is not your dog. That is... Yeah. 
last I recalled, very loud. Yeah, very loud and very old. <laughs> He's Rocky's enemy. He's actually the one that turned Rocky into a dog by biting him. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. But um, um, we've we've we put a little filler in that we can now start reading the episode. <laughs> so that was your true intent, huh? Yeah, of course it was. Not not every opening is a winner, ladies and gentlemen. But this, you know I what? Had fun. You know what is a winner? Um, this SCP today's sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> finally sponsored, baby. That's what's up. Put in promo code Tanoni <laughs> and receive your four star <laughs> work promo today. Code Mr. Five Thousands. <laughs> Promo code Mister Five Thousand. Pietro will join you in Raid Shadow Legends. Oh What's going on? That's his. Uh, that's his line when you summon that's him. That's his catchphrase. He's like, I have to get to the site. Can you hold my briefcase, please? Oh my god! Why is there not an SCP Gotcha game yet? I feel like that'd be super like common sense because there's so many. You just roll them, and they're all they're all commons, uh, common license. So like, you could use them all, right? Well, yeah, but the reason there's not a gacha for it is that you cannot sell the gacha, which is the primary purpose, I imagine. You can't sell things CC by uh, 3.0? Uh, well, you can, but anyone can also like just do the same thing, sell your shit, if it's CC. Oh, so, like, the, well, I mean, whatever. I guess that's fair. It's but, like, more. who's going to go to the trouble of just, like, I don't know, also programming a gacha game that's the exact same? <laughs> Anyway, um, we were on Addendum 5, weren't we? Um, yes, we were. Ongoing so emergency. So the happened, the gods were coming back after yeah. we'd uh, quarantined them. So I think I was Milton and you were Blake, if I remember right. Yeah, so we reached the part of the episode where something goes wrong and they all argue about it. Yeah. <clears throat> Forward, the following transcript was recovered from Dr. Milton's quarter's security feed. Wait, which one was I again? I, I, I've completely spaced out. You're Blake. Blake. Hey, got a sec? Oh, sure. Please, have a seat. Thanks. I just wanted to come by and say... Well, apologize for what happened earlier. What the fuck was that? Earlier. I recognize that I got a bit hot-headed back there. <laughs> what do you mean, what was that? That's what horror movie protagonists say right before something happens. Go find caught, out what it was! I was caught up in my... Wait, what was that noise? <laughs> Your love my imagination. <laughs> it's the other dog. I was caught up in my own reaction to the news and was negligent of the larger project and those working on it. I'm sure I also could have handled it more tactfully. I suppose it's understandable that this whole thing has our nerves a little frayed. Did I ever tell you that I used to be a pastor? I think I read something along those lines going over your CV. Back before we worked on classified initiative expunged. Strange. I was really convinced it was what I was meant to do, to spread the word of God. Honestly, I wasn't too keen on the specific doctrine, but I did believe there was something truly transcendent out there watching us. I call bullshit on this because if you've ever met any priest, they either did it because their family did it, or they have some intense, specific views about what doctrine <laughs> they preach. And that is the only right one. That changed uh, when I joined the Foundation. It's funny, you know? Having actual proof that gods are real, that they're fallible, they have blind spots. That was what broke my faith. The more we study them, understand them, the less they seem like gods. We're able to point to them and say, that's God, right there. And with this SCP, we can essentially annihilate them, or at least render them dormant. There's nothing wondrous about that, nothing transcendental. 
Um, if this worked so well, how come they didn't use it on Amagasarath? Well, obviously it's not working well because one of them fucking came back. <laughs> it was Amagasarath. He was too strong. <sighs> John, it was always like this. Even if you didn't know before, this is how it's been happening the whole time. We're starting to understand how these beings interact with us. If you're serious about studying theology, then this is what it actually is. I know that I do, but still, shouldn't there be more? I mean, look at what we saw today. We've got no idea what caused the reaction. It could be something else entirely. It could... What? <laughs> you know, it's fine. I'm just tired. Stressed, like you said. It best be off. What did he say that, like, immediately put him on the back foot? <laughs> what, what did he say? There could be did something miss- more that's causing it. <laughs> oh, he dares suggest that something else is at work? Turns back to her desk. Don't take this the wrong way, but you might want to consider putting in a transfer. Or taking a sabbatical, maybe. No rest for the godless. Good night, Dr. Milton. Oh, and would you mind at all if I took a copy of today's transcript? Gestures toward a stack of papers. Go right ahead. Have a good night, John. Thank you. And transcripts. Siri, and transcripts. (coughs) Siri, I paid shotgun. Oh my god, it was him all along. Thanks for the intel. You thought you could put me in your SCP. This will be convenient and taken down the Supreme. (laughs) I'm going to use it to trap it. Thanks, babe. Oh my god. Alright, you read. AV transcript. E5B-11. Forward. I love how I have that exact same noise even though I fucking forgot a lot of what happened last time. <laughs> the following transcript was recorded from Research Deck 6 in which the SCP's main apparati are operated and maintained and depicts Dr. Blake's actions immediately following the previous log. That looks like you have a monologue coming up. Oh yeah. What a nice soliloquy. Dr. Blake is seen entering the control room for the SCP-A. He removes his glasses and sets them upon a nearby countertop before sealing the door to the room a large submarine-grade bulkhead, and proceeds to position the legs of a nearby metal chair within the rotating locking mechanism, presumably to restrict access from the other side. Dr. Blake turns to face a ceiling-mounted security camera. Whoever it may concern, my name is Reverend John Blake. Until, well, I suppose until this moment, I've been acting co-leader of Project The Asylum, representing the SCP Foundation's Department of Tactical Theology. I am of sound body and mind, and I am acting under my own volition. I intend to insert my own head into Dash A and scan it in an attempt to map the entity responsible for incident E5. I suspect that mapping the human brain and likeness in Tota will reveal a transcendent deity embodying the concept while eluding the conception of humanity. To enable myself to take this course of action, I have acquired Dr. Sandra Milton's SCP-66659 activation key without her knowledge or consent. Oh, she swiped it from her desk! Roll a deception check, Dr. Blake. (laughs) Uh, Sleight of hand, please. Natural 20. (laughs) I am acting independently. What am I about to do has been in no way permitted or condoned by any of the persons stationed alongside me on mobile site 184-A. Dr. Blake proceeds to insert both his and Dr. Sandra Milton's activation keys into the central console of the SCP and initiates the activation procedure, overriding safety protocols as he does so. Dr. Blake then opens a compartment of Dash A reserved for suitable totems, kneels before it and inserts his head into the device. A period of several minutes passes as standard initiation procedures commence. The activation is noticed by maintenance personnel and emergency alarm is engaged. 
The Scottle system is proud, with firing control given to Captain Sweden Jones. <gasps> Aye, let's wait and see what happens. <laughs> Let him cook. <laughs> like, once one's coming to like, stop, it's like, hold on. <laughs> hold the oars, lad. <laughs> hold, hold. Captain Sweden Jones is not in a single fucking line in this article. He has like, more personality in my mind than the rest of the crew. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've given it to him. <laughs> crew members are dispatched to apprehend Dr. Blake. Gah! Oh, Lord! Dr. Blake proceeds to mumble incomprehensibly for the duration of the machine's observation. He's listening to discovering SCP. No! <laughs> you can't! You'll lose <laughs> everything! long, Dr. Blake! <laughs> Without proper protection! It's like, warning, warning! He's gone. <laughs> On-site MTF personnel arrive at the reinforced door. <laughs> it's like, we need to do the standard procedure for the Discovery SCP viewers. They take out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Unable to force the door open, one proceeds to retrieve a laser torch, utilised for salvage operations and vessel repairs. As they successfully cut through one of the two supporting hinges of the door, Dr. Blake's body begins convulsing. An unidentified clear liquid seeps from the central compartment of Dash A, pooling around Dr. Blake's knees. Sees me. Can't move. Tumor of thought has seen me. Sees me. God wishes to show me. It's inside. It's in. It's... The door gives way as the second hinge breaks. Crew members rush inside to fight Dr. Blake's body unmoving. The emergency shutdown of the SCP is initiated. The scuttle system being deactivated following securing of the control room. Medical personnel arrive to transport Dr. Blake's unresponsive body to the on-site medical bay and uh, perform likely autopsal study, including sampling large quantities from Dr. Blake's oral, nasal, and oral openings. End transcript. Afterward, medical examination of Dr. Blake's person revealed various lobes of the subject's brain had undergone extensive and presumably anomalous manipulation, resulting in severe contortions to the tissue of the cerebrum and cerebellum. Retrieved liquid samples appeared to be a mixture of cerebrospinal fluid, oh, that's good stuff, and salt water, <laughs> corresponding to that found in E5. <laughs> I was just thinking chess, like, I'm moving to E5. Forward. Oh my god, I've got, I've got another soliloquy. Hell yes. The following what is the pro- difference between a soliloquy and a monologue? Rather? Uh, I don't know, I'm probably using the word wrong. Soliloquy. Yeah, I'm pretty speaking sure one's thoughts aloud, one by oneself, or regardless of any hearers. So, so monologue... Oh, monologue wait, no, without any universe audience. I see. So if it's, like, if it's to the outer universe audience, like, there's no reason they'll be saying this, basically. I see. Forward. The following is a prose depiction of Dr. Blake's audiovisual conceptual experience during the previous lock, as generated through analysis and noetic restructuring of the subject's brain post-mortem. Wait, what? I shouldn't be interfacing with it, I'm just doing a scan. Where's my body? I see a sort of infinite space laid out before me, immediately reminded of what I'd heard about Gottfried and seeing the new sphere. There is a background of darkness, interrupted ambiently by points of soft light. Some lights drift in all directions, while others beam toward each other, trading places, forming shapes, connections, ley lines. Each one I glance at twinkles at me, and instantly I know something. An immensely small building block of data, a fundamental particle of an applicable concept. There is no scale to this world, like clouds. Everything looks much closer than it likely is. God, he's discovered it, Tanhonium. <laughs> and I sculpt it into a grand tower and take my new <laughs> name. 
December. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> An immensely dim whisper emits from behind my mind, and I turn to face it. Hello? Yeah. It gasps, as if straining, frail. I look to the sound, but there is nothing to illuminate the space. The lights keep at a distance, shying away from the whisper's source. I will myself towards the darkness. Here, it repeats, each heaving breath triggering a flash of dim red, getting stronger as I come forward. The star idea light points wave wildly behind me, shining patterns into my thoughts. They tell me not to go, to worship them instead, that it is better this way. I cannot hear them over the Saviour's call. Lord, I have kept you my faith. I have always known you as greater than these idols. As I reach the centre of the darkness, the red billows up around me. I hear a great shrieking in the sky above. And look up oh, to no me. way! And look up to see an enormous <laughs> obsidian tower in front of me. Oh my god, it's Lord Cannon! Get out of there! It's December! Black. The tower churns and pulses with the will of its infinite, impossible structure branching into a web of hundreds of hands, each of its fingers branching into another hundred hands. The impossible scale of God burst down upon me as its hands reach into my mind. At the centre of it all, a wet sliding noise cracks apart the sky and an enormous eye opens. Hyper-dodecahedron itself and impresses the Holy Spirit upon me. The whisper erupts into static and tells me no god I could ever conceive could compare. God sees me. The Lord knows my faith. It reaches into my thoughts and makes me know my purpose. My hands scream at me. My hands are gone. Only fingers now. I hum as the red fills my vision, and God brings me up closer, pulling me into its maw, breaking down the human structure, making me an angel of its coven. There is no other option but to offer my mind to it and submit to salvation. God is horrifying. God is beautiful. God is a tumour. There is nothing else. Somewhere right now, deep below the tower, as he finishes saying that, you it like goes down and down into the furthest layer, and it's just it's like in the sub 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 basement. The floor begins to crack. Yeah, and and you and then and then you see there's like stone everywhere, and there's like a shadowy figure wrapped in chains. <laughs> Cuts to April in the controls, and there's all like red flashing lights. A single eye opens. <laughs> I feel a chill down my spine. We have to leave this loop. Hurry, <laughs> finish the, the article. <laughs> Afterward, following the detainment of Dr. Blake's remains, Dr. Milton was confined to quarters pending investigation. Overseer Council has appointed Director Placeholder MD PhD as project lead for the duration of the investigation. Long con, baby! <laughs> oh, well, well, well. Well, you come back to me. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. Oh, wait, this article keeps going? Yeah, there's more. A motherfucker. Attention! The following addenda materials constitute info-hazardous and highly antimimetic vectors. Your perceiving this message implies you have been integrated with Oracle-class cognitive resistance capabilities, and are therefore not at risk. Oh, what is this fucking voice? <laughs> if you believe to be perceiving this message in error, blink three times. It's like the TikTok like AI girl voice. <laughs> Should this or a further content persist, close this file immediately and contact your site's MAID liaison. 
Is there really more? I felt like that would have been a great point to end it. We have this month. Then oh, wait, hold on. Time out. I have to sign into Wiki.Dot real quick. Do you, you, do you want to or do you have to? I have to. He has to. He has to, he says. Yeah, hold on. Why can't I ever remember my fucking... Give me a second. He can never remember his fucking he's got amnesia. He's got sexual amnesia. <laughs> sexual amnesia? Yeah, you can never remember your fucking you just said. Uh oh. <laughs> Alright. Um, got him. <laughs> Can't be amnestic about something that's never happened. Oh, there's more! Oh my god, it never ends. Yeah, we need admonition. End of the project update. Project Promethean. The best kind of fart is forefart, whom the first humans knew as Prometheus. Seems a tad ironic to me, considering, you know, he got himself tortured for eternity. Try to placeholder and keeping those like McDonald's, <laughs> McDoctorate, inspired by various. Damn. And from the same project lead, esoteric polymath. Excerpt from classified project updates. Can we just say canonically that it's like kind of um, lame that he put a quote from himself in for like <laughs> the big lead to the document? It's like okay, dude. I'm not a professional quote maker, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Allow right. me to bring you up to speed. The new sphere can be thought of as the set of all ideas humans are capable of conceptualizing. It can also be thought of as a collective consciousness. The metaverse? No. Persona 5? Oh, I thought you meant like the metaverse. No, not the Facebook one. I know, that kind of got ruined for Persona 5. (laughs) We need to go on Facebook, Joker. Steal his heart. Memento? Mark Zuckerberg's like, I can't wait to see you all on the metaverse. And it like cuts like 99%. It's like, (laughs) as if you'll ever get into my palace. (laughs) Take it if you can, you phantom thieves. (laughs) Oh my god, you'd be the perfect person for that. However, much more literally, it is the aggregate aggregate of the informational structures contained within all human brains, i.e., the sum total of exactly all conscious and subconscious thoughts humans are having at any given instance. Recent studies go so far as to suggest that every bit of noetic information within human thought space corresponds directly to a unique neuron, or a category thereof, in some number of human brains. This has serious implications upon the consequences of Project Deicidium and SCP-6659. Consider what the machine does. By mapping a collection of concepts associated with an idealized, personified ideal, it alters said concepts such that connections between them cannot form within the new sphere. The individual conceptual elements can still be comprehended, but the ideatic construct of the targeted deity is no longer perceptible. If we are to understand that these conceptual elements map to physical segments of the human brain, much more is being severed than just deific relations. In the six months since incident E5-B, various forms of mental degradation have been observed in minor fractions of the population, including increased rates of early-onset dementia, aphasia, dysphagia, and acute paralysis. Various disinformation campaigns have been enacted to hide such. The likelihood of such developments appears to be vastly more common in individuals whose primary entities of worships were those decommissioned via the SCP. Evidently, the complex nature of conceptual association is not, and likely functionally cannot be, understood by humans. So, you know, they always talk in SCP about, like, cover-ups and disinformation campaigns. And you know the meme of, like, 
feds on the internet like do you yeah. think the foundation has like an e-girl persona Absolutely. that they use to lure in like the password like, people... please describe to us this e-girl persona <laughs> uh, like to lure in people from pair watcher forever and be like gotcha before they can be a problem and there has the funding to be as well when they donate yeah exactly <laughs> exactly in fact that's the largest source of revenue the foundation has it's a vtuber <laughs> oh my god his final actions represent an unprecedented... Oh, sorry. What's more troubling is the extra-newspheric entity Dr. Blake gave his life to discover. His final actions represent an unprecedented leap of faith in the direction of an entity beyond conception. One we should hardly be able to cogitate. Dr. Blake's faith was shattered by the SCP, resulting in a vacuum of worship. Yet the brain is an adaptive instrument, and his began searching for bigger, more powerful ideas. And the idea noticed. We have forced human cognition to expand into deeper, uncharted waters, and we are unprepared for the horrors which lay there. Damn. So we got rid of all the easy thoughts, and now all the weird ones come out. Oh my god, he's opened up Pandora's box of thoughts. Exactly. Operational procedures. The goal of Project Prometheum is to combat extranuspheric threats via channeled worship of the ideal of humanity, as achieved through the following vectors. Do you need assistance with me reading? Yeah, you can take over a little bit. <laughs> I got you. Stand back. I got this. Sorry. You just reading this and holding December back is too much. You just focus on keeping him chained up until we finish. <laughs> Six of the spears have broken. <laughs> See January's body on the floor. <laughs> January. <laughs> Phase <clears throat> Phase Alpha. Project Prometheum itself is to be extrapolated from humanity and normalcy-aligned ideals, personified as Titan-class Olympian entity 014 Prometheus. This deity's identity as progenitor and assistant of human civilization and development, punished unfairly by its brethren, is to be propagated as a mimetic construct by all possible non-disruptive vectors, including manipulation of education systems, entertainment industries, and religious groups of interest, anomalous or otherwise. So, we're trying to take away the thought of Prometheus? No, we're making it... Uh... We're, we're, we're focusing on the foot of Prometheus. Gotcha. Phase beta. Extra we're, we're, like, we're doing the opposite. We're like spreading it as much as fucking possible. I gotcha. Extra newspheric ideatic constructs are to be generally ignored by as many personnel as possible while maintaining efficacy in Project Prometheum's operations. Following its manufactured reapotheosis, Prometheus is to be elevated to the. So they're basically trying to bring a god back to keep this shit at bay. Yeah. So, like, this is saying, like, we need gods to keep away the ideas that would, like, destroy us. I guess so, yeah. Which almost comes across as, like, a metaphor for, like, we need gods to get away from, like, the existential dread of being human. Mm. Which is interesting. Uh, Prometheus is to be elevated to the highest feasible level of worship, allowing highly beneficial reciprocal worship in humanity due to the core tenets of its conceptual makeup. Phase get Why did they choose Prometheus specifically, though? Because his whole thing is, like... A popular religion? It's because he's like he's related to humanity the most. There, it's uh, like we gave humanity fire and shit. I gotcha. Phase gamma through systemat through systematized large scale prayer by Foundation personnel. Promethean analysis is to locate potential hostile extra newspheric entities and isolate their constituent quanta into human safe fragments. These fragments themselves must be targeted in tandem by Prometheus and 6659, taking extreme care to re-render them dormant as they were prior to extranuspheric influence. Phase Delta. Dormant components of human thought space are to be restructured into either the Prometheus meanplex or another humanity, and normalcy-aligned ideatic construct deemed symbiotic with it. The new sphere's gaps are to be filled and fortified such that it possesses the necessary cognitive defenses to handle higher-order concepts. 
Status Report. A composite of selectively human-safe fragments of the exonospheric entity initially encountered by Dr. Blake has been located and rendered into the following highly antimimetic iconographic description. And it looks like a bunch of, like, hands coming out of, like, a black spiral. Yeah, some star- well, starfish, actually, if you look. Oh, no. <gasps> the following ideatic complexes have been targeted. Quinary mathematical operations, the primordial ideals, ideals of rage, violence... The perception of many disparate points is composing some larger shape, i.e. constellation. So are these what we're trying to destroy or what well, they're trying to destroy? This is what the like the thing things that we, thing that we don't like is made out of, basically. Did you also notice that these are five concepts? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the arbitration of optimistic ideals into unreason slash indefensible motivations, i.e. defeatism, and the exhilaration of severing a finger from a squirming human hand, i.e. transcendence. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I can hear his cage rattling. Quick, the next loop, Dan. Hurry. And that was the end of the episode. I, 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 I have to be a bit of an abrupt ending. I thought we were going to get into a bit more about what this... Uh, well, the, the, there's the implication of SCP-3125. It's, hmm. I gave I gave this article an upvote. I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I liked it. I think it had some interesting ideas, but I just wish they had focused more on, like, the metaphor they were going with and, like, the ideas rather than the scientific explanations. Um, although the scientific explanations in this one weren't nearly as bad yeah, as the it's last one. Lot, it was way easier. Like, for example, we say prayer. We don't say, ah, by praying we are generating mass amounts of prayer newtons. <laughs> yeah. but they like increase I, the I, gods level 5 armor class. Right. But, like, I appreciate that it wasn't too much. It didn't get in the way, really. Um, I just would have liked an ever so slightly less amount of it. Um, but way, way better than the last article, which, like, I still can't get over Imaginons. Um, but th- I thought this was pretty good. Uh, interesting concept. I thought the the funny preacher man sort of... So, like, when he put his head in there, did, if everyone sort of linked, like, unconsciously, did he, like, screw over all of humanity with that? I don't think so. He was, like, because they got rid of, like, the faith he would use to have the vacuum, and then, like, this other thing came in to fill it. Ooh. Interesting. Are these articles and admonition all related? Like, is um, this going to have a Thematically, I think. Ah. All right, but yeah. What are, what are your final thoughts? I like it. It's a good one. It was a long one, though. No more was... long ones. Give me a shorter one for the last 30 minutes. Okay, well, uh, I, don't, I, I thought this would be a little bit longer, to be honest, but, um, you know, we, um, we have a... Uh, we have some... Let's let's see. Let's... Are we going? Are we going back to the uh, new pages? <laughs> Imagine this picture. I'm I'm looking like desperately for recommendations, but everyone stopped giving us them because I never take them. It's like fucking Twilight Zone. Uh, what about seven eight eight nine? Seven this one eight eight nine. Too long. Let's it's take by Nielane. Cool. Let's take. Let's check. Does that name look familiar to you? Um, it's not. No. All right, Don't forget to credit them. <clears throat> All right, go ahead and read. I don't know why I cleared my throat. This is your job. Oh, we, uh, can you... Okay, I need to grab... Okay. I, I got it. All right, all right. Do you need me to link it? Hmm? Well, I need it. I, I've got it here. All right, do you do you need more break, or are you good to read? Um, I, I just need a second to, like, grab the title for, for credit. This one <laughs> is... Um, sorry, I almost got the wrong one there. Wait, no, I had it right. No, I didn't have it right. Yes, I have it right now. It's Lies and Slander. Oh, it's got a Vikander Need layout. 
if that's relevant. Yeah. <clears throat> Item number SCP-7889. Abdrick Class Safe. Site responsible. Site 97. Director Edgar A. Moore. Research head Dr. Jack Peterson. Assigned task force MTF Delta 97. Level 2. Special containment procedures. Instances of Dash 1 will be contained within a secure storage locker at Site 97. What do you think it is? Nice simple. <laughs> what was the title again? Lies and Slander. Um, I think Dash 1s are Lies and Slanders. That's all I've got. I'm sorry. This is even. This is like. This is peak SCP containment procedures. This even beats the nutritional chart. This is great. No, that's actually great. All no, no, no filler. All thriller, no filler. Exactly. I was talking about this just the other day. Like all the time, editors tell their authors to like way edit down their pages, and and Nielen understood the fucking assignment. Hell yes. I don't want to see any you? more special containment right, procedures. SCP over article two... of the week. <laughs> I don't want to see any more containment procedures over two sentences. Understood, <laughs> everyone in class. Okay. Description. <laughs> Is it class now? <laughs> yeah, they're in. We 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 went from this. We loop to the, the breakfast next... school during detention. <laughs> In the next loop, uh, there's a school inside of the tower. Okay, is it it's like the high school AU? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's got their little like uniforms like, on. Dude, what are you doing? You're gonna get in trouble with Principal Tanity. <laughs> it's like not now, kids. Oh, the waitress is a teacher. <laughs> oh, we should watch that movie. SCP-7889 is an anomalous phenomenon affecting Doctor Peterson's office at Site 97. George which Peterson? day approximately? Sorry. Nothing. What are you saying? Can you do a good Kermit voice? Kermit? Yeah, Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I don't think this is right, but okay. Well, hey guys, it's me, Kermit the Frog. That's not a good Kermit. I never, I never said, I never claimed I could do a good Kermit voice. You just asked me out of nowhere to do one. You can't be a real dude if you don't have a good Kermit impression. Okay, That's do like your fucking Kermit impression then. Either I'm Kermit the Frog. Shit. <laughs> Didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> Each no, I mean I was calling it shit. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> Each day at approximately eleven fifty nine a.m., a copy of Dash. Why did you tell me to do a Kermit voice? <laughs> because I was joking that it's like Jordan Peterson. His voice sounds like Kermit. Doctor Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> <Jordan> Peterson. <laughs> they secure. They contain. And they protect. <laughs> Hello, Miss Piggy. <laughs> Um, what the fuck is happening? Each day, approximately 11.59am, a copy of Dash 1, a DVD entitled Die Funny, will appear on, uh, Dr. Pe- appear on, you mean in, Dr. Peterson's office, along with the following note. Or is maybe it's in the crawl space above. Dear Dr. Okay, Peterson, we heard you were feeling down, so we decided to send you one of the funniest movies that our team has ever made. It's got all your favourite actors, and we know you'll enjoy. Have a good time. Love. Your friends at Vicander Need. SCP-7889-1 is ostensibly an action comedy starring John Travolta and Danny DeVito produced and distributed by GOI-5889 by Kandanid Technical Media Uh, Oh, do you mean to do the... Yeah, sure None of the featured individuals have any memory of the movie's production Dash 1 has an extremely potent antimatic effect that affects everyone who views it except for Dr. Peterson. Hold on, does this imply that despite the paparazzi and all eyes on them, the Foundation, like, took in DeVito and John Travolta long enough to ask them about this, anesthetize them, and then put them back out? Exactly. (laughs) They did. (laughs) Of course. Discovery. Oh, hell yes, Discovery SCP. What did you say you cut out for me? I said, hell yes, Discovery SCP. 
Tan heads. Hello? Can you hear me? Now I can. Okay. Uh, I said Discovery SCP. <laughs> ah, nice. SCP-7889 was first discovered by Dr. Peterson on 10-4-2022. However, he refused to report it and instead used the steadily increasing number of Dash 1 instances as paperweights or stored them within his desk. I'm going to guess the Dash 1s are like copies of the movie or whatever. Well, yeah, that's, um, it appears on his office, if you'll recall. Oh. SCP-7889 was accidentally discovered by uh, Samuel Gold on 3 2 Dr. Gold then forced Dr. Peterson to report it to the Foundation. <laughs> so, no, I don't want to. Alright, do you want to be Gold or Peterson? Um, well, since you've got such a good fucking Kermit impression, you could be Peterson. Do you really think so? Sure. Whatever. It is? Yeah. So <sighs> I really am a dude. <laughs> Thanks, Tan. I, I give you a big hug. And I the seventh sphere breaks. <laughs> <laughs> you distracted me. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> He's taking the ground floor. <laughs> oh no! Screams <laughs> Echo from below us. Anomalous <laughs> editing screams. No. Wait, Hamilton was that way. No! <laughs> you think he's doing the thumbnail this week, right? Alright, well I guess you're gonna have to do the thumbnail this week. <laughs> No, Hamilton! Discovering log. Date 3 2 2023. Discovering log. Welcome back. Welcome back to my favorite Lumberjack podcast. Oh, I was going to say, welcome log. back to my favorite hygiene podcast. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Discovering log. Like a log of shit? Yeah. <laughs> Why was that the first thing that log put in your head? I thought it would be funnier. <laughs> this guy loves poop. So James, Dr. Peterson, Dr. Gold, I'll be Dr. Gold. Excerpt begins. That's what they said when I walked into the fucking room first day of work. Expert yeah. begins. No, uh, excerpt begins. No, he said expert said. begins. <laughs> expert begins, and he puts on his headset and he goes, ready for customer service. Ready, gamers? <laughs> Let's go! Let's get it! It's like an E3 demo. Oh, hold on. It's I just need to check games. inside this truck here. Watch my back. It's Roll just friends. customer support is such a weak mindset. <laughs> Dr. Peterson and Dr. Gold are sitting within Dr. Peterson's office, discovering a television show. Discussing a television show? That's what I said. Suddenly, an SCP-1 instance appears on Dr. Peterson's desk. Uh, Jack, what is that? Oh, that's nothing. Jack, it literally appeared out of thin air on your desk. Well... Uh, Has this happened before? Hello, Miss Piggy. A couple of times. I didn't think it was a big deal. Dr. Golden walks over to the desk and inspects the Dash 1 instance. Love your friends at Vike Henry. Jack, you know we have to report Vicky TM's shit. Why the fuck did you hide this? Because nothing good ever comes from a victim tape. That's your excuse for negligence? Name one good victim anomaly. I'll wait. Hmm. Well, it worked out pretty good for Lillehammer back at 43. So you're saying that I should expose myself to a dangerous anomaly so I have a chance to have sex with God? Kermit says. <laughs> but oh that's not what I'm saying. Actually, that's exactly what I'm saying. I see your point. Oh my lord. That's not all. They don't even make good media. There's no reason to watch a victim tape. Are you actually getting upset at this? I'm serious here. Their social commentary shtick is bullshit. Oh, resatirize capitalism. Fuck you! You aren't doing anything special. Shit, the only, the only reason they're still in business is because they cashed in on the NFT craze. Well, I think you made your points. I feel like this article may be referencing a lot of victim stuff that I have not read. 
I have a. I get a hunch. <laughs> oh, right. No, he just lights up the color of the tax red. No, I haven't. I haven't even begun to make my point on the many reasons that there is no good reason to watch a victim tape. I'm still turning this in. Really, Sam? I'm sure it won't be that bad. Oh, Lord. Experiment 07. <clears throat> Testing with Dr. D. Dr. Class personnel, I was <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That Reveal- should be what we call all doctors now, as doctor class personnel. Revealed that the film was highly anti-emetic and had no obvious infohazardous properties. <laughs> Must have been made from by DC, huh? Oh my god. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry, Zephanite Heads, please. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even understand that joke. I just, like, heard DC in my well, brain. Like DC Bash was the joke. Oh, I get it. Because <laughs> it's forgettable. Unlike Marvel, right? The Marvel iconic cinematic universe. <laughs> Marvel only, also bad. Only good cinematic universe, Godzilla. Aetheral Space. No, Godzilla. Godzilla is really good. I do love the Godzilla cinematic universe. I actually got a Mecha Godzilla uh, oh, keychain yes. from a friend. I was really happy about well, it. So we have to watch the Mecha Godzilla movie. Sure. Um, due to a potential link with Dr. Peterson, as well as Dr. Peterson's high cognitive resistance value, it was decided to have Dr. Peterson test the anomaly. If I hear Dr. Peterson out loud one more time. Experiment log, date 3 4 2023. Subjects Dr. Peterson and Dr. Gold. Excerpt begins. The first time I fucking walked onto the Discovery SCP server. Um, <laughs> I think everyone said expert begins. <laughs> sure. Dr. Peterson and Dr. Gold are sitting in the testing chamber, a television in front of them. A copy of Dash 1 has been inserted into television. The movie has been paused at the 00.01 minute mark. Oh, this is like how we fucking line up the the movies. Yeah, the title (laughs) appears. Bright. Oh, yes! Fuck yes! I just want to point out, um, this is not a comment regarding the uh, recent events on the community. I am actually referring to He's talking to the movie Bright that we watched. Bright. Which we watched and Which kind of like hate loved. It's like you can catch it on Netflix, but I don't know if I'd recommend you do so. It's it's an interesting movie. I hate you for this. Just do it. They're actually discovering media right now. This is actually us. <laughs> Fine. Dr. P oh, you got this. Dr. Peterson unpauses the film. The screen shows the logo for Vigander Need and quiet classical music is playing. Suddenly, this music switches to loud rock and roll music and large letters fly towards the front of the screen at high speeds. Dr. Peterson, surprised by the suddenly toned shift, falls. The letters read, Fuck you, Jack. We at Vicander need technical media. Do not appreciate the slander. That's nothing good ever comes from a victim tape. We hope you learn your lesson. The television turns itself off. Expert ends. That's really say at my funeral. <laughs> it says excerpt, not expert. You're not an expert. I'm like that fucking meme of like the crying anime girl. I'm like, you're not an expert. <laughs> Additional that's notes. A, that's the title of this episode. You're not an expert. Dr. Peterson is now unable to view recreational media, as any attempt to do so results in him perceiving the media as advertisements for Vicander Need products. Fate worse than death. Jesus Christ. Incident 01. On 3.14.23, Dr. Peterson performed an unauthorized test of Dash 1, motivated by the results of the previous experiment. Experiment log. Subject Dr. Peterson. Expert begins. It's exactly what they fucking say when I walk into the gym. That's what they say when I put a gun to your head and I say, expert ends, and then I pull the trigger. Just because you did that, it's not on the second floor. It just ate the waitress. <laughs> no! She... 
Oh, she, she saw the, the tendrils come out the floor and she dropped her plate in surprise and then got consumed. Thank God. The whole tower's collapsing. We gotta get to no, the next No, it's fine. Tan. We gotta keep reading. <laughs> we can still save her. <laughs> we gotta keep reading. That's the pact we made. Fine. Read on, reader boy. Well... Dr. Peterson is sitting in front of the television. The screen is the same way as it was at the end of Experiment 07. Dr. Peterson appears to be highly agitated. I said I'm sorry. What more do you want from me? The television does not respond. Please? I just want to finish Better Call Saul. Oh, that's so sad. I also want to finish that. The television does not respond. Please, I take it back. You're not too bad. Misfortune Gorge was hilarious. I feel like this is just like a victim, uh, like, reference the article a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, Come on, victim, I won't do it again. I'm sorry for this. The television does not respond. All I'm asking for is one last chance here. The words on the screen change to fine. At some point, Kermit changed to Toby from Gravity Falls. (laughs) Suddenly the film's content is not so good of a fucking impression we can change like that, huh? Suddenly the film's content changes to that of what appears to be a typical film. Dr. Peterson sits in a chair and begins to view it. Although originally apprehensive, Dr. Peterson begins to get more engaged with the film and starts commenting on it. <laughs> this is actually pretty good. Expert ends. That's what they fucking say when my car drops off the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! You are not... An expert! You will never be oh, an expert! <laughs> I'm throwing I'm throwing back my hands as I shout, and each time a floor of the tower is being demolished. <laughs> the, the, the tower is on like a slight slant right now. <laughs> Additional notes, go ahead, reader boy. Dr. Peterson refuses to comment on the actual content of the film, but has given it five stars. A spokesman for Vikandanid explained that Dr. Peterson is forgiven. Lovely. This is great. I'm so happy this happened. Yeah. I'm glad we can enjoy it in the safety of our tower. Whoa! I'll, safety I'll, give of our this, tower. I'll give this article an upvote, but I'm also only going to rate it a 7 out of 10. I thought uh, it was fine. It was is short. Is that with any was, bonus stars, or is it just 7 out of 10? No stars? bonus stars or negative stars. Okay. Um, it was fine for what it was. I thought it was pretty clever, funny. It's a short, cute comedy, but it does, I think require you to have reference of like victim articles because a lot of the punchlines are like references to victim stuff that we haven't read um so it, it got knocked a few points back but i think it's a fine article on its own fine article. nice little fine a fi- captain sweden jones oh she's a fine article captain sweden jones was revealed to be november the whole time <laughs> the second strongest soldier Oh, the tendrils, Captain Tanhenny, the tendrils did take me left arm, but don't worry, I got three more where that came from. Oh, thank God. <laughs> three more left arms. Oh, he took the other three. Oh, dear. All right, so we, we are at a crossroads here. We're at a weird point where if we start the comment reading right now, we'll be just short. But if we read any article, we're probably going to go a little over. So which way, Western man? Um, I feel like we should have a discussion and discuss it and path forward for like maybe two minutes. Oh my <laughs> god. I'm going to look at new page articles and see if there's anything else really short. Um, Let's see. That one is surprisingly well, you long. Like? Uh, it's also got a bunch of down votes. He just doesn't want to talk to me, it's fucked up. <laughs> Hang on, I, I got an article that looked interesting, but it's a little too long, but it's also probably going to get voted off the wiki because it's got some down, uh, down votes. 
Um, what have I been up to recently? Yeah. Um, just trying to get by at work. Um, get to a point where I make a little bit more money. Because I'm at a point where, like, I'm more or less able to financially support myself. I'm not exactly paycheck to paycheck, but I'm not really going anywhere, right? Mm. And at some point, I want to meet someone, get married, uh, get a house, all that shit. So I need to make more money. So that's kind of... My main focus right now is, like, how much do I want to balance needing more money to, like, having the time and freedom to pursue things like the podcast, you know? So that's sort of been my crossroads lately in my personal life is, like, how far am I willing to go? Do I really want to just wait in one specific position for opportunities? Will further opportunities there take away that free time? Um, I'm sure you're, of course, familiar with the infamous uh, corporate phrase when you mention you have something else to do and you're told you work salary. Um, they've never said that to me. Um, maybe it's because I primarily make bonus rather than uh, salary, I so I don't work. <laughs> yeah, but like, where I'm, I'm at a comfortable spot right now where I have time for this. But I'm worried if I get promoted or were to get for some reason go elsewhere that that might not be the case. So I've just been like thinking about that and how I'm going to structure my free time, etc. What about you? Um, well, you, you have, you of course, are familiar with my current situation, looking for jobs to get out of sort of sales, call center environments. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, my, my sort of game plan is get to do something in that way, get my driver's license so it's easy to get around for more opportunities, uh, move out, get my own sort of place. Uh, and then from the, um, that's like victory condition, I imagine. I'm really eager for you to move out. I think it's, it's not much, I don't ask much. <laughs> It can't, it's not like that. I mean, it's like a little bit of work to like set up, and it's like the, when you're first moving, it can feel like a lot. But once you're finally like out, it's really not so bad, and you're gonna feel so good. Plus, you'll be able to record more freely and exactly. like hang out. And that's what stuff. it's all about, really. Yeah, so that's why I'm in full support of the Tanhoney move out sooner rather than later. Um, do you have a good bit saved up? Uh, yeah, well, I don't spend a lot of money generally, so it, it's been passively accumulating for quite some time. That's good. I would say if you're at, like... I, do you use pounds or euros? Uh, pounds. Anyway. Pounds to dollars. What do you mean do we use euros? So I don't, know, I don't know exactly how much cost of living would be for you in your area, but, like, um... Yeah, so it's 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 worth close to a dollar, but if you have, like, over 5,000 pounds, and you find some place that's, like... 700 pounds a month or less and you're making like over like 2500 pounds you should be good to move out oh yeah so well there's some goals um but with that um we've tricked you actually we don't have to read no recipe now (laughs) okay you fucking viewers as as you are (laughs) by the way we have to also have to climb this ladder we have to get to the fucking roof now yeah, I told you. I we thought we already read the Luke comments jumped. on the way. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, um, August, carry me while I read. Yes, sir. <laughs> Your voice acting, August. Thank you for that. <clears throat> Three yellow arrows, A.K. Crocat says this was such a freaking funny episode. You guys kept making me laugh out loud in public, Lamau. One of my favorite DSCP episodes, for real, for real. Oh, oh! I forgot our last password. All right. So as I'm reading these, um, when there's a list of boons, you're gonna have to pick between them. All right. Okay. Boons, boons. Well, if you insist, smile. These boons will give you the power to reach the top before we meet our demise. All right. So you have a choice between these three boons. <laughs> Ankle biter. Like December, like shadows. 
<laughs> Ankle biters. Tiny versions of my head swarm and bite the enemy, gradually decreasing their HP. False promises. Make a declaration towards a group of enemies. This lowers their attack power, but decreases your movement speed. Uh, the fault in our starmer. Reduces physical damage taken to a quarter of the original value, but with a 10% chance to receive a critical hit without the damage negation modifier. Um, I'm going to go for ankle biters here. I'm a damage Smart. guy. Smart. Next, JTKC says, I remember you warned us in the Discord that oh, this episode fuck. was going to have... What, Sorry. What happened? My tricks. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> Quick, grab him! August! Catches you with that. <laughs> no! I fucking... I cast a spell to summon a new Tanhoni. I only a shell of the original, you know. That's fine. You just need to take in these boons and get us out of here. <laughs> JTKC says, I remember you warned us in the Discord that this episode was going to have more shenanigans, but I wasn't prepared for Chins Up, Cox Ready, or Bottoms Only episode. Well, in my imagination, the, the Chins Up, Cox Ready, like Captain America about to fight Thanos, is <laughs> very serious. <laughs> I don't remember the Bottoms it's Only like, part. Chins Up, Cox Ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Dear I, Lord, A plot. Yeah, I was the one who said the Bottoms Only episode, of course. Nice. Nice. Dear Lord, A-plus banter this episode. Great job, guys. I quite liked metanostic and tactical theology as a whole because it's just excruciatingly scientific descriptions on how to kill God. Sometimes the researchers say the most absurd stuff in the most serious way possible, like, Oh, yeah, we shot Zeus in the head yesterday. Average Tuesday, TBH. I love it. Password. Oh, asking me for help? Very well. Behold the boons I give unto thee. All right, Shellhoney, you need to pick one of these. That'll, that'll assist us. Sure thing, Darnell. Paradigm shift. Your attacks, the, your attacks, the instant death modifier. However, each kill gives a 0.1% chance for the user to listen to SCP recommendations. Come on, no. Heart peak fiction. Your dash inflicts based upon your opponents. They will be compelled to read Eighth World Space on Royal Road. I don't need to hear the third one. Heart peak fiction. <laughs> Coggy brain. Your special causes your enemies to misspell the main character of Eighth World Space as dragon. I mean dragon. I mean fuck. <laughs> yeah, heart peak fiction for sure. <laughs> Anyways, don't know what happened to my last comment. I'm still alive and well, and also not captured. <laughs> it's so dark. <laughs> that sure would be silly. Oh, no. Look down. That's not JT. That's his court being puppeteered back in December. No! JT! Tears stream down like, my the, eyes. The comment is like dangling from tendrils as they like, read out the comment. <laughs> July steps in the way and is like, Get back, sirs! And then JT consumes them. It's so heartbreaking. Uh, Nox Stella says, when there was one set of footprints in the sand was when you weren't looking close enough. The terrifying Tanhoni already has your scent, and he is coming for you. <laughs> Wait, oh December God. definitely has our scent. These next spoons are just numbered, they don't have names. Okay, wait, as, I'm, as they close Clarence, I'll be like, put this hand in the wall, like, after you finish reading this message, it says, you will. Oh. No! Don't take <laughs> your hand off that! It from it, it die. And then, then no. gets got by December. <laughs> no! Fuck shit! I, I cast another jutsu to summon another Tanhoni. Uh, hello, my name is Tonhoni. You see, Ta- it'll, it'll get slightly more fucked up with each clone. Tanoni, please! You, you must choose. One, a picture of a small house that allows you to jump into it and live in it. Two, a hat that will allow you to see joys of your enemies to use against them. Three, a secret tool secret that will tool. only reveal secret someone tool. that's ever awakened! Oh, take the secret tool! It's, what is it? Uh, the Grand Scissors. I use these in the opening of Tanoni Towers. They'll, they'll serve to close it once we escape. Oh, I see! Good get, good get! 
Banker Paul says, link my Twitter in the description. Haha, <laughs> it would be funny. Don't listen to him. That's not Paul anymore. My boon, free loans. Zero interest. This guy did not understand the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact of the week. In the entirety of this podcast's lifespan, almost three years, December is coming, by the way, almost a ninth of Tanoni's life, I have not left a single recommendation. That's why you're the this only week- good viewer. <laughs> the, the strongest. This week on DSCP News, uh, the printers are almost out of ink. Oh no, what news do I use it on? Oh no, I'm using it all up. Ah! Those were his last words before December got him. Dawn of the 1092nd day. It's like, oh, ink. He sees ink like, coming up from beneath the floor. Goes to pick it no, Baker, get out of like, there! Essence. Oh god, we have to get. Oh, we have to save the viewers. Unfortunately man. for Banker Paul, uh, December then pulled him underneath the door frame. That's so sad. gruesome. Uh, couldn't be bothered with a name, says, a shack dimly lit by candlelight located in the middle of the forest outside Tanoni Tower. Ah, I don't get many travellers out here. There's not much out here. What are you looking for? Boons, you say? Well, my boons may be too strong for you Enough games couldn't be bothered with a name. I demand your strongest boons. (laughs) Very well. One. The power to type the full name of any person into the Minecraft world generator and get a 256 by 256 world that details their entire life wrapped up in a variety of metaphors and cryptic messages. This works for any person who does exist, has existed, or will exist. That's pretty good. Two. The ability to recall any knowledge currently on Wikipedia, the free online encyclopedia, with perfect recollection. However, when you recall this information, there will be a random number of plausible misinformation between 0 and 10 that you will not be able to distinguish from the rest of the article. Your recollection of the article's updates every 24 hours to the current version of Wikipedia. 3. The ability to remember the SCP numbers without referencing the wiki. Choose wisely, for you may take only one. I think I'll take the first one. (laughs) I'm sure that will come in useful in our current scenario. <laughs> well, the other one does have, like, a downside. That's true. Daniel Zeitgeim says, Darnell copy-pasting the blurred text shows he's a true gamer. Thanks, but I wish you'd given us a boon instead. <laughs> Shythalia says, I give boon of infinite boon dollars. I throw the sack of boon dollars down the corridor. No effect. <laughs> Attempt to slow him. Oh, no. How he's many now rich. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to buy Mexico. He's upgrading himself. <laughs> oh my god, he's got like shiny armor now, pay to win. He's getting boons. Oh no. Comedy Man Kelp says, Gentlemen, the boons upon which I offer you are as follows. One, Comedy Punch, the ability to perform my secret special attack, the Comedy Punch. Two, Numero Trece, the knowledge of the secret 13th month of the year and the coordinates to the corresponding Gregorian General's location. Or three, McFarlane's memory, the ability to perform Family Guy cutaway gags in real life. We'll have to take the uh, the second boon. I never thought I'd have to admit this, but we will have to find that person. Undecember. Undecember. That's right. They're the only one that can stop the this. The one who left Tiny Towers long ago. <laughs> <laughs> MT says, good morning. Uh, an anomalous writer boon, says, Adam... Boon. Boom, please. Please. Uh, an anomalous writer says, Admonition continuation, let's go! Password. Boon item, a one-time use editing cursor. Simply make contact with enemies to edit out of existence. Before you can reach for the boon, however, August takes it instead. You will have to go further from this yourself. I will hold it off. And he leaps August, off the ladder with the editing cursor down towards oh! December. August! 
Oh, I guess. And the doors close before we see the results. I'm fucking like driving, like <gasps> tears streaming down my face. We can't stay here. Throat. Don't make his sacrifice useless. I loved him like a brother. He was my strongest Krakorian general. We have to keep going. Sobek says, I offer you a boon. Which of these three choices will you opt for? Uh, encyclopedic knowledge of Magic the Gathering, plus 8% fire damage versus Margaret Thatcher, or my signaturized caramelized onion linguine recipe. People are dying, Sobek. <laughs> Sobek, please! It's on out my arm. He took my fucking arm. We'll take the plus 8% fire damage. Maybe we can uh, impart the concept of Margaret Thatcher onto December <laughs> somehow. Uh, Organ Stream says the boon I'd give you is a baboon. I held the baboon down and slowed something down. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> flies down the corridor. Uh, and then lastly, Harbringer says, password, the exhilaration of severing a finger from a squirming human hand, i.e. transcendence. No. <laughs> that was December. Oh my god. We, did we arrive at the top of the tower. We, do, do we like, see I him? open the hatch and we climb off the ladder. The entire desert around us has been consumed by December's vortex and the tower is sinking into it. Quick, the grand scissors! With this, we close Tanami Towers for good. The loops have come to an end. It's time for the final loop. Oh my Snip. God. And then the episode ends there. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Thank you guys for listening. We'll decide our fate next Once time. Once we are out of this strange void between worlds... Bye. Bye.